giant okay. asshole? Because I get so impatient. Oh, with the youths? Yes. And the not sleeping? She literally would not stop moving. Like, I was getting tired just watching her. Is she, like, trying to stay up? Or is she, like, she couldn't get comfy? Oh, you don't know. I have no, yeah, I have no clue. She's usually my good sleeper, but the last month or so, she's kind of not been, but it's gotten worse the last couple weeks. I even dosed her with <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, you really no, want to answer. Now that there's a long, <laughs> you really need to answer that. Shoot, it starts with an M, and I <sighs> melatonin, not melatonin. Okay. No, th- the other one. No, that definitely wouldn't work. No, that would have the opposite. It seemed like she was on meth, but uh, allegedly she's not. Shit, what is it called? It doesn't matter. I've delayed this recording long enough. You don't need to listen to me try to figure out what that's called. Well, don't you wish you had magic? Magnesium. Oh, my God. And magic, yes. That was (laughs) fucking terrifying. Oh, my God. Uh. Well, what would maybe work better than magnesium is magic. And that is (gasps) my segue to today's topic. We are talking about a very, very beloved series of the 90s. Beloved for us, but also beloved many, many people our age. And let's see, it spanned seven years over seven. Nope, nope, starting that again. It spanned seven (laughs) seasons over seven years it started in the 90s and it is none other than sabrina the teenage witch talking about whoop, whoop. so brainy 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 so quick a quick premise for those stupid idiots who might not know what the show is about but the series revolves around sabrina spellman who at the beginning of the series is 16 she's sent to live with her aunts because her mother it's doing like, I think, paleontology shit and her dad's with the Foreign Legion. So she goes to live with her aunts and they are going to train her how to be a witch. She doesn't know she's a witch at first, but once she does, uh, she has to, of course, learn how to use her magic. And throughout the early season, she navigates magical hijinks and high school. And mostly it's a bad mix of the two. And uh, <laughs> then later on, uh, she does finally graduate high school, and and we follow her through college and whatnot. Apparently, this was something interesting. So the showrunner, Nell Scavell, what a name. That's an amazing name. It's such a cool name. Nell Scavell? Scavell. I mean, it's S-C-O-V-E-L-L. That has to be Scavell. Nell Scavell. Nell Scavell. I love it. So I read this e-online article, and first of all, I have never visited like any of these sites before and I was really proud of not going to like e online and shit like that. But now with this podcast, I find myself there. Anywho. So in that she had said that originally one of the like a head of the network wanted one of the ants to not want Sabrina to move in with them. Like they wanted some conflict between her aunts Zelda and Hilda on that but she pushed back thank god because she was like that seems really really sad that like this girl is already like not with her parents and being sent to live elsewhere like 
I don't know who yeah. that network was, head of network person was, but shame on them. That's a terrible idea. Obviously, it didn't happen. Her aunts are very zany and fun and loving and just plen- mm-hmm. plentiful, hijinksful. Sorry, I, I'm, yes, I'm <laughs> exactly what I would have said. <laughs> I'm on my third cherry cider because I was waiting for you. So I started with one and then I was like, well, I got oh, no. open too. So here we are. That is my fault. Apologies. Apologies, everyone. That's okay. How about we just how about we just scamper into some trivia? So obviously you remember Salem the cat. Obviously. Doy. Best cat ever. Do you remember Doy. why Salem is a cat? He did something bad. Didn't he try to take over the world? Ding, 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 ding. Yes. He <laughs> he tried to take over the world, so he was sentenced to live 100 years as a cat. And this is the part that I forgot, and this is maybe the best part. He was sent to live, because then it's like, well, why was he with Hilda and Zelda, right? Yeah. So he was sent to live with Hilda because she was part of the refreshments committee for his, like evil regime what yeah she's just i don't know providing juice or whatnot and so the refreshment i mean you know i guess everybody's got to have refreshments so why don't more evil regimes have refreshment committees yeah it would i don't remember that part at all (laughs) well i yeah i didn't either i'm so glad i came across this but because i was looking up i was like why was he like i knew there was a reason he was sent to live with the ants and i immediately was like it has to be hilda like, there's no way Zelda was involved yeah. in any shenanigans. It has to be Hilda, and it definitely is Hilda. Okay, question. Also, oh. like, I would love to be punished by being turned into a cat for 100 years. Yeah, Sabrina points out multiple times how good he has it, and he mm-hmm. does have it. And especially, too, because, like, he's still he still does a bunch of stuff in the show. Uh, we'll talk much yeah. more about Salem later. We're going to get to our second question of what is the series, the TV series based on? I thought you froze, like, but you're just confused. Like, <laughs> no, I, I am. Oh, did you think it was an original? Like, eh, it's the IP. It started with the TV show. I don't know what I thought. I'm really tired. Um, Like a, like a, a book. Is that, is that what you mean? What do you, I don't yeah, like, uh Should I just tell you the answer? Are you forfeiting? Yeah, okay. I'm forfeiting. So <laughs> Sabrina, the character in Sabrina's Teenage Witch is actually a 1960s comic book character. And it's from oh. Archie, from Archie's Madhouse, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But yeah, it was originally, it's a very old comic book. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, this one, it might be a little trickier. Can you name any witch rules pertaining to this show in this world? Mm. Um, I'm going to go with like the standard magic rule of like you can't make anyone fall in love with you. I'll allow it. Yes. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> what I was because I was refreshing on this. Um, it's like love is so personal that to try and make like a potion for it or something like that is really difficult to do and so you can kind of recreate aspects of it but you can't really make a real love potion also it's real skeezy to try yeah 
because consent. Consent, everybody. Uh, and then one I love is on Friday the 13th, you can tell people you're a witch and they'll just forget at the end of the day. So in season one, there's an episode <laughs> where she tells her friends, uh, she tells Harvey and her friend uh, Jenny that she's a witch and they have a great day. And then it's really sad. And I remember being sad watching that because then they just like forget and, you know, they go back to normal plebe life plebe that is sad yeah that'd be a good way to test too on your friends and then if they freak out it's like well that's okay can, can you imagine too then and you then just get like, better friends yeah you drop them the next day and they have no clue why and you're like well you're just a skeezy bitch like i don't know what to say harvey <laughs> like i just know stuff about you now okay i just know things okay all right final uh final question what guest stars can you name uh, um, God, I know there were so many. Was In Sync was on an episode? Yes, and they're they're truly like you could name anybody from the '90s who has name recognition, and, and they were it. probably on this show because everybody was okay. just dying, dying to be on it. Was Brad Pitt on it? I actually don't know about Brad Pitt. Okay, well. Fine. Um, shoot, it's like I know you're gonna say these things, and I'm gonna get really mad at myself because I know, I know. Um, all the '90s knowledge has left me. All the knowledge that served me so well this far. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I'm buffering. Okay. What about? What if I just fell asleep? <laughs> <laughs> it'd be really annoying to have to like pick this up tomorrow after work so i would love it if you didn't <laughs> okay um were there any other musical guests tons 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 of musical guests okay truly fantastic. name somebody from the 90s were, were backstreet boys yes. also on there okay what about jessica simpson i have no idea i don't think so nick lachey he wishes. He he does wish. No, I this is one regret in this life. This is brutal. Think bigger names. Think bigger. Think well, one of the I biggest mean. names of '90s music. Britney Spears. Yes. Ding ding ding, motherfucker. And you got this question right. We also had Coolio, Usher, Paula Abdul as Salem's oh. love interest. <laughs> <laughs> Things are wild. And RuPaul. <laughs> and that's just like some of them. There what? Were, yeah, there were so many guest stars oh uh you know who played uh the actress milo i can never remember how to say his last name <gasps> milo ventimigliola yes from gilmore girls <laughs> yeah he was even in it but this was obviously <gasps> I, I don't know if he was really a guest star then because it would have been i think before it was more of like kind of like a cameo i love him yeah well he was in it i just love him. he was in it oh so yeah seriously that's why i know how to say his name so well <sighs> Yeah, you can tell that dedication, <laughs> pronunciation, true love there. So yeah, that was something that was just wild though, was like seeing and I remember that I remember there were like lots of guest stars now. It came back to me when I was like looking it up. I also remember sometimes there were guest stars that like mom and dad knew that we didn't know. Like there was um Dick Van Dyke, oh. which like you and I had no clue. We're like, oh, no, no. But like you could tell somebody was on there that was a big deal, but not always like as a kid, you, you'd you be like, who is this 
excuse me, Dick Van Dyke, but like who is this old guy just like hanging out talking to Brini? Right. Yeah, but it's it's really, talking really cool. You gotta you gotta look up that list. Okay, I will. Now I thought I wanted to cover since I'm covering a TV show, I kind of wanted to cover it a little bit like you did, you have in the past, and walk us through one of the episodes. But first, Aww. I feel like I have to introduce the cast. So we have obviously okay. Sabrina Spellman, who is played by Melissa Joan Hart, who we've talked about in our Clarissa Explains It All episode. Shout out to MK. Next we MK. <laughs> Next we have Hilda, who is played by Caroline Ray, and Zelda, who I love, who's played by Beth Broderick. Harvey Kinkle is Nate Richard. Libby was played by Jenna Lee Green. Jenny who is only in season one, and I have a little bit more on that, was portrayed by Michelle Bodoin. I'm so sorry. I forgot to look up a pronunciation because I'm a dumb, stupid Um, idiot. And then... Is it Ventimeglalia? Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. It's just spelled with a B and doesn't have the same letters. I got you. You know. Mm -hmm. And then... My one of my absolute favorite characters of all time, Salem, which uh, Caroline Ray describes as an looking like an alcoholic rabbit wearing a hairpiece regarding the animatronics. <laughs> it was so good. I fucking love that uh, animatronic cat. Uh, I love him so. We're much. gonna talk about him later, but he was voiced by Nick uh, Bakai. I'm pretty sure I looked up how to say that. I had to watch so many clips until somebody said his last fucking name. They'd be like, and Nick, and I'd be like, no, I need all of it. And then because Salem was not just portrayed like his voice, he also had a physical presence. So the cat actors, there were anywhere between six to five. Don't laugh. This is important. They did their work. Sorry. Riley, please show some fucking respect. What have you done? What have you done? I don't know. I can't even put kids to yeah. bed. You're right. Sit down. You're right. Show some respect <laughs> okay. to Elvis, Sorry. Lucy, Salem, Witch, and Warlock. And I feel... <laughs> Sorry. Madam, you're being a prick right now. And even <laughs> though these cats... These cats are dead. Respect their goddamn memory. There's there's some that I know I'm not naming because <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart says there were seven and I could only find the names for one, two, three, five. So there are oh, two unnamed. They forgot one. This is okay. I am going to tag. <laughs> I am. I'm not kidding. I am going to tag everyone I can find on social that worked on this series. Cast, crew, I do not fucking care. Britney Spears, guest star. I want to know all the names of the cats. Once again, I was able to find Elvis, Lucy, Salem, Witch, and Warlock. Ronaldo. This is really important to me. You've never called me a prick before. (laughs) Well, you haven't acted like one until now. And I'm ashamed and appalled and disappointed. Okay. Warlock, I I wanted some history on them. Warlock came in because Elvis and Witch passed away during the filming. So they, why are you laughing at this? What the fuck is wrong with you? You're going to hell. You are going straight to hell. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I kind of just like cracked. Okay, <laughs> let me get it together. <laughs> you okay. look like a mess. <laughs> oh my god. Keep it together. 
we're not even like halfway through. No, we're not. I didn't think cat okay. names would break you. <laughs> okay. Can you take a screenshot of you dying? Because I think we need. <laughs> There's so much snot. <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna have to edit out like the next 18 hours because you're just dying I'm gonna grab a drink I'm gonna let you collect yourself okay I'm so sorry (laughs) okay oh my gosh you need to get a tissue no (laughs) you are literally like like, crying I am because this is what pent up stress over a week looks like (laughs) you broke me (laughs) okay tell me about the dead cats (laughs) (laughs) that's all i have on them right now so we're just gonna move on to the episode if that's okay yep that'd be great okay so so the first episode of the series opens it has like that iconic music intro and then do you remember how sabrina would always be trying on an outfit and there'd be like something yes i lived for that part so in the first one she's dressed as a witch and says something like I don't know if it's really me, which is hilarious because she doesn't know she's a witch, but um, they got us good. Oh my god. Oh my god. So it opens with uh, Sabrina is levitating in her sleep, which apparently just like happens when you turn 16 as a witch. And her aunts are just seems like- Seems dangerous. Yeah, it seems it seems real dangerous. I guess it's like have a good mattress. So she's, <laughs> she's levitating there and her aunts are watching her and like, Woo, she's a witch. Happy about it. So she wakes up, goes downstairs before school, is like not, I think she's like a freshman in high school. So it's a terrible time to just exist. And her yeah. aunts, Hilda, which played by Caroline Ray, and Zelda, played by Beth Broderick, give her a present. This part, watching the show now as an adult, I am seeing myself in ways I never saw myself before because you and I are these aunts. So Zelda has the gift wrapped and and Hilda just immediately is like, oh, this is from me too. I just forgot to sign the card. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I was like, God, I feel seen and I don't know if I want to be. Anyways, it's a cauldron. Yeah. It's a cauldron. And naturally Sabrina's like, okay this is fucking weird gotta go they try to tell her she's a witch and she's mostly is just like hey well thanks for like distracting me from starting school because i've been like real nervous about it she just kind of right. is that a before the school day conversation yeah, yeah, right they're just like hey by the way like, oh oh real quick real quick come here for hey, a sec real um, quick uh you're a witch okay love you sweet goodbye enjoy the cauldron so she goes to school <laughs> She, I guess she doesn't really know people that well, and she's in her science class with Mr. Poole, who is also, God, he was famous for something else. Paul Feig. That's Paul Feig. Oh, wait, who's Paul Feig? That's Paul fucking Feig. Um, Look him up. He directed Bridesmaids. He does oh my lots God, of other Paul stuff. Paul Feig. Paul Feig. Yeah. P.F. Changs. P.F. <laughs> P.F. Breeny. P.F. Breeny. Love love you, Paul. Yeah. Sorry. I should put some respect on that name. My bad. You should. I should. First the cats, now Paul. Who else will we do dirty in this episode? All right. So Everyone. Paul Feig is directing the classroom. 
to dissect some frogs. And Sabrina does her little, I, I realized I was doing a motion on camera, which you can't. Yeah. She does her little with her magic pointer finger <laughs> and she brings the frogs to life and it's just kind of funny and she's also like wow that's really weird but that wasn't me and then there's just like some bullying we're introduced <laughs> to Libby and Libby is it's a very 90s like insults like hey freak uh-huh. and she tells her like from now on you use the freaks bathroom and it's it's so because I remember Libby being so mean and intimidating and now I'm like I would just like suplex the girl like if that was the kind of bullying I dealt with in high school I'd be like hell yeah I can deal with this I can just beat the shit out of this girl I can drop her so it's there's some really wholesome lovely bullying Sabrina gets home home Sabrina gets home Home. and her aunts uh they're throwing her like a little birthday thing and they're like hey your dad got you this present and it's this huge ass very much a witch book it's just so witchy and it says something witchy on it oh most important part from this episode salem is in an adorable party hat yes and it's i loved all the little costumes they put him in gorgeous apparently too sometimes it was real cats in costumes yeah (laughs) don't just sorry we're not ready to go back we're not ready okay no so she gets she like opens the book and there's a picture of her dad and it starts talking to her very like harry potter style yeah i guess was this before this was before so harry potter it was before harry potter sabrina style i have look i love that series we can't even right now we can't no, we Even. can't get into it. Not now. Anywho, so she thinks everybody is fucking crazy because they're like, yeah, so like <laughs> your dad also, like he's a witch, you're a witch, we're all witches. And she's just like, I'm going to go. And then Salem asks if he can take so- if he can take off his stupid fucking hat. And then she kind of loses her shit because the cat just talked. She runs out and the book follows her upstairs. Book dad sure. tells as her once again. Do. Yeah, as a magic book will do. Book dad tells her once again, like, you're a witch and I'm in a book. And he has this, she she says something about like, I thought you were in the foreign legion. (laughs) I have to say the writing is actually really fucking funny. Like it hit. And he was like, I am. It's just a little bit more foreign than you thought. And it like, I was actually laughing during that. Like there, there are some, I was wondering if I was going to watch again and be like, man, this is really hokey. And like some of the like the bullying is definitely toned down because you're not going to have like on this family sitcom, you're not going to have teenage girls bullying like they usually do, which is like, hey, you're a fat virgin. So like, you know, it's like freaks and you're a loser and Harvey doesn't want to date you. Mm -hmm. But like some of the jokes are really fucking good. So anywho, back to her dad in the foreign legion. Uh, She's just like, I want to be normal and not a witch. And he's like, well, you can't. And so she's like, well, can I just go live with mom? And turns out she can't be... (laughs) This is might send you, and I'm really concerned. She learns that she can't oh, no. live with her mom because apparently if she looks at her within the next two years, her mom will turn into a ball of wax. <laughs> what? I, yeah. What's... It's just, like, it, did her mom... Is her mom being punished, or is that just like, this is our family thing? Well, you can't look at oh, your mother for two years. So, no, her, her mom is immortal. Not immortal. Amortal. 
Oh, okay. I was her like, mom, wait, what? Okay, a mortal. Yeah, her mom does not have magic, and her dad is a warlock. So I guess this ball of wax okay. thing just is like to discourage mortal marriage, mortal witch marriages. Her dad says. <laughs> so it's what? Yeah, I don't. So mm-hmm. okay, but does her mom know she's a witch? Oh, for sure. And that's why they sent her away. Yeah, for shizzles. Because she didn't want to turn into a ball of wax for shizzles. Okay, 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 okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Do I have any other questions about this arrangement? Nope. Okay. It all tracks. It does track. So the aunts are the dad's sisters. Okay. Okay. That would make sense, I guess, because they're magic as well. Exactly. Got it. Then, oh my God, this... Sabrina asks if this is like if this whole like witch mortal thing is why her parents break broke up and her dad says no. And then she hopefully asks like if they'll ever get back together again. And then her her dad, like the actor sincerely delivers the line no. And he it does kind of a callback to an earlier line about I think when she was like, I want to be normal. I think he says something like, well, that ship has already sailed or that train has left the station. And so he does a callback to that line when he's like, no, you know, that ship has already sailed. And for some reason, there's a fucking laugh track that plays here. And I just think it was mean. Right. It's like it's not that ship has already sailed. Isn't like a funny like oh, oh yeah. ship sail. Well, it, it was. I really. Li- I don't know. I really liked how the actors delivered the back and forth. It was like very sweet and kind of sad. And I just want to know yeah. why in the editing room they're like, he did a callback to this line. Let's make it a haha moment. Anywho, right? Because it's a sitcom. Yeah, Cause sitcom. Because sitcom. So the day goes on. Sabrina is now like, cool. I'm a witch. What can I do as a witch? And. She goes back downstairs and Zelda starts teaching her or is trying to teach her how to turn an apple into, I think, an orange. No, an orange into an apple. My bad. So just very, very basic magic. And Sabrina keeps turning them into pine apples. uh, Oh, way better. Well, way better. Um, What I love is, once again, just I see like, I just see us sometimes in both of them. But in this case like a little bit in Hilda because Zelda's trying to be encouraging. She's like, apple, pineapple, that's very close. And Hilda in the background is just like, no, it's not. (laughs) They're not close at all. Yeah. And then comedic gold, the next scene opens like on a close-up of a juicer and pineapples. And then it's just like Hilda juicing a bajillion pineapples. (laughs) And Sabrina is still, she just like really... She just like really wants to to get this right, but they're like, we have so many pine. You can't go to school. Please stop. Please yeah. stop making pineapples. <laughs> so we can juice no more. We can. Yeah. Well, th- th- pineapples appear just throughout the whole episode. It's very pineapple themed. That's awesome. I remember this episode. I didn't realize it was the first one. Okay. I am not remembering a whole lot so far. Okay. Well, maybe you'll remember this. So she she has to go back to school, which sucks because she thought like maybe as a which I could just like not, but it's not how it works. Like there's this funny exchange and other than just being humorous, it's also helpful for defining some of the rules of magic in this show and also showing there are still stakes. Like she can't just, like she still has to go to school and like her magic can't do everything. So like one of those things Mm -hmm. is they're like, you're going to be late. And then she's like, well, I'll just like turn back time and then I won't be late. So they tell her you can't do that as just one witch you can do it as a few witches maybe but you need approval from the witches council and then also we learn even more importantly from hilda that magic cannot get rid of cellulite either so there are limitations (laughs) nothing can 
Nothing. Truly nothing. So back at school, Sabrina's talking with Harvey, which is her love interest, of course, and her friend Jenny. And Libby comes over and she invites Harvey to a party and like obviously very much does not invite the other two girls (laughs) and then totes spills her juice on Sabrina. Which leads to the great fingering. And yes, I did cackle. (laughs) I did cackle as I typed that. (laughs) Despite being warned by her aunt, Sabrina points real angrily. Like a lot. There's like tons of pointing at Libby as she's like yelling at her. (laughs) And then there's a motherfucking twister in the school. And Libby has turned into a pineapple. And this just just in front of everybody. Well, because of the twister, everybody looks up and they're like, "Where did Libby go?" And she's like, "I don't know. Who knows? She ran." Twister, bitch, scared. I just <laughs> this reminds me so much of in Buffy, where like a bunch of wild shit happened around Buffy, and people just yes. kind of were like, "Yeah, it's just fucking weird here, man." Yeah. And, it's just been like a really crazy week. Yeah. And that kind of happens there at Sabrina where people are like, man, shit's just, you know, sometimes there are twisters inside and shit's weird and people just go with it. And I kind of love it because I sort of feel like that is the vibe of like high schools and colleges is like weird shit will happen. You'll be like, man, that was crazy. Like somebody used to scale <laughs> one of the buildings at our college like scale up a tower and put a pumpkin on it and it would just show up sometime in October and we're just like yeah no it's crazy anywho moving on like you know you just accept is that a real yeah did you make that up no. or is that's a real thing that happened uh yeah in your life yeah like somebody would put their climbing gear on and climb this huge tower <laughs> on campus and set a pumpkin up and the university would be like hey guys Look, we might be fine not reporting various rapes of students on campus, but we care about your safety when it means there could be a lawsuit involving us mm-hmm. and a student falling down with a pumpkin. Yes. I mean, that's a serious offense. It, um, yeah. Now I kind of wish I would have gone to college. You would have loved the outside of school part. I would have loved the outside of school part. I would have loved the mysterious pumpkin. We should have gone to college together because you could have still gone. We could have gone. We could have gone to all the parties together. Okay. Or not gone to all the parties together. Okay. Well, Well, no, I I partied a lot. So you would have had to go with me or just be at home. I have already been people's mothers at parties. I don't need to do that. I was never able to let loose because I was always like, Okay, we need to we need to get you home. Like we no, you you have to come with me. Like no, you can't invite that man up to to the room. I'm sorry. Um we're going to go this way. Like put your put your girl, big girl pants on and and let's go this and way. Where like, are your shoes? Literally put your pants on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I had a f- yeah. oh, man. I had a friend who <laughs> that we okay, we ended up mom maybe skip like the next 30 to 40 seconds. We ended up in this guy's basement apartment. He had self-pierced his balls. So when he walked around, it just sounded like he had a ton of keys in his pocket. And then he wanted everybody. And he was like way older than us. I mean, we were 18, 19. He was like in his 20s, like mid late 20s. And then he wanted everybody to play strip poker. Or no, no, sorry. Even worse. Strip twister. So much worse. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. And so I was just like, absolutely not. So we we played some board game with his creepy friends. And then I got my friends out of there. But one was super trashed and needed to pee. 
So she was like, I'm going to pee in his lawn. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, fucking pee in his lawn. And then I had to try and drive her car and it was a manual and I do not know how to drive that. I also wasn't familiar with the town. So we were just driving around. I pulled into a bank and it was like, this had to be like one in the morning. I pulled into a bank parking lot because she was like, I am going to throw up. So I pull over and she's like puking in the bushes. And then we just look over and there's a guy with his car in front of the bank. And he's just loading huge black trash bags into his car, like full of something. Sid. And we were just like, look, man, you do you, we'll do like, us. I have a friend. Like another, just another crazy day <laughs> just in, another in college. Crazy day. It was bananas. We got her back to the dorm and then a friend and I, we had, we like changed her clothes for her so she could be in pajamas and like got her into bed. And then we stuck a bunch of sticky notes on her door to like let her know where things were. And we also didn't want her leaving. So we taped her keys to the ceiling so that like she couldn't get them. That's brilliant. And we put That's a little amazing. sticky note up there with like, hey, you were wasted. And uh, yeah, that was one of the nights of my freshman year. Good times. Wow. Okay. Again, nothing quite that wild. Mostly just like I'm ready to go and you need to be ready to go as well. <laughs> and I don't want to leave you here to die. Yeah, no, that's fair. There were, there were a lot of times like that. There were, man, we got to, sh- I got to share some stories. You do got to share some stories. I got to live vicariously, I guess, because I just. Are so many stories. Anywho, let's get back okay. to the great. We should, we should talk sometime. <laughs> we should. Let's get back to the pineapple and the great finger wagging, we'll say. Does, okay, that's at, at, you know what's Thank fun? You. Really, I felt like finger wagging sounded worse than fingering. No, fingering is worse. Fingering, fingering is worse. Okay, well. No, stop it. We'll do a poll. So, uh, this is the poll. <laughs> fingering is worse. <laughs> so Sabrina brings pineapple Libby to her aunt's. <laughs> have more pineapple desserts on the table it's so good (laughs) and hilda hilda goes i can fix this and she sets pine libby down and then pulls out a huge knife and says chunks or rings (laughs) (laughs) and this is the kind of aunt i want like i hope i am to your girls yeah it was that's ride or die. It was beautiful. And then, like Zelda is the voice of reason and is like, no, there is another way to which she <laughs> says something like slices. I, I can't quite remember, but it was great. It was great. <laughs> so ultimately, uh, Pineapple Libby is fixed because thankfully, one, Sabrina only knows how to turn things into pineapples. And two, she doesn't know how to like set and lock her magic so other witches can't undo it or circumvent it so it was very easy for her aunts mm. to to do that libby always also uh, obviously like freak sounds like i'm gonna tell everybody you're a freak sabrina is losing her shit here because she's like oh my god my life is ruined high school high school and her aunts are hilda's pretty much like mm, toughen up which i also loved where she was just like yeah it's okay yes. deal with it i mean uh. and so sabrina really wants to be like, can we please all three of us turn back time? And the only way to do this is to go to the witch's council. So they bring her to the linen closet because if you remember, that is where the witch's count, like that's the portal to the other realms. She goes there. Not very shockingly, they deny her request to turn back time because a popular cheerleader thinks she's weird. But (laughs) like she kind of accepts it and it's just like Libby thought I was a freak anyways. So, like, I might as well just go, like, every school needs a freak and goes to school. But Hilda, like, Zelda kind of pushes Hilda to talk to Drell, 
who is her ex and he's on the witch's council and she is kind of scary it sort of sounds like she maybe attacks him but you know yay Serena ends up getting her little do-over day and the day starts over and Libby doesn't remember that whole pineapple thing and that's that is the first that is the I almost said the first season the entirety of the first season no that is the first episode of the first season (laughs) aww interestingly enough so season two the premise so like season one it's like her dealing with magic school blah blah season two is she finds out like she needs to get her witch's license she gets a personal quiz master which is like the tutor your personal tutor and then right jenny leaves the show i feel like my voice just sorry i've been sick so my voice is a bit weird so jenny leaves the show and valerie do you remember valerie Yes, yeah. So Valerie, played by uh, Lindsay Sloan, appears to fill the place as best friend. I was wondering why Jenny left, because I, and this isn't about the actresses, this is just how the characters were written. I preferred Jenny to Valerie. Valerie kind of bummed me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jenny was just kind yeah, of Valerie, weird and nice. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember they were very different characters and they really didn't seem to explain why one came on and the other one was gone. Valerie was super like insecure, wasn't she? And just like, yeah, didn't feel good about herself like all the time. Yeah. It was one of those things where it was like part, it made me really sad, but then other times it like, I don't like when good people are doormats and I sometimes get angry. And even as a kid I would. And so sometimes I would just get like really frustrated with her character. The actress played the character. Well, I just, Oh, I yeah. just preferred the Jenny character. I, I was kind of looking into mm-hmm. why that happened. So there's this E! Online article I found where uh, Melissa Joan Hart says, uh, her quote is, there's a lot of politics that go on behind the scenes. Like when a writer develops a certain character, they get paid on the likeness of that character for every episode. So then she goes on to say, like, if a writer develops a character, but that writer's gone and there's bad blood, they might get rid of the character they developed so they didn't have to pay them anymore. Uh, There are a lot of things that go into that situation. So I saw that perhaps the writer who created Jenny was gone from the show after that. And then possibly they got rid of the characters so there wouldn't be, they wouldn't be paying that person. Oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. What I did. Yeah. It did not seem like, uh, or not, did not seem the, the actress who plays Jenny said she did not leave like voluntarily. It was her character was written out. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then, oh my God. Season three is to get her witch's license, she has to figure out the family secret. And this is with the, yeah, do you remember this? Yes. And this is the one that has the Hawaii trip episode. Okay. It's all, it's coming yeah. back. Do you, do you remember what the family secret is? No, <laughs> I really don't. Why don't I remember? It's okay. I think it'll come back to you. It's that they uh, they all have a okay. twin. So her evil twin is named Katrina. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. Okay. D- is it coming? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. So then, yeah, the, the whole thing ends up being like there's a sacrifice on the volcano of like who is who is Sabrina, who is like who's the evil twin and who's the good twin. And the reason yep. they figure out Katrina's the evil twin is because she's like totally down to push Sabrina into the volcano. 
and I, I love mean, that. that. That's a giveaway. Yeah. My yeah. friends also, and I also used to like, God, was, this was terrible to do for everybody's self-esteem, but it'd be like, hey, if you had to pick, like it's a group of three friends, it's like, hey, or four, I mean, it had to just be a couple friends and you'd be like, hey, if you had to pick between like me and insert other friend here, like if you had to like push one of us into a volcano, like you had to, who would you pick? We would do <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, no, it was really. That's bad for a friendship. Yeah, I know. Don't do that. Well, it's, it's too late now. I don't do it anymore. But that's also because I'm 30. It'd be weird. Well, I, I, I am glad to hear that. I do wonder, though. Like, I. <laughs> do you just eye your friends sometimes and go, would they push me into a volcano? Yeah. No, at 100. I'm not even kidding. 100 fucking percent. I need everybody to be ride or die. Like I'm not ride or die for all of my friends, but I do want that from them. You expect that back. Yeah. yeah. At least for like my favorites. Yeah. I don't know what to no, say. No, that's fair. That's fine. Okay. So season four is senior year. It's where she starts working at that coffee shop. Fuck me. Okay. The coffee shop. Coffee shop. She starts working at a coffee shop. She meets Josh, who is, I think, like the manager there. And uh, yeah, yeah, she's like kind of like going between Harvey and Josh. And then to pick who like, it was like to pretty much to pick like who gets her or like who loves her the most. There's, um, she has them do a competition, but she doesn't realize they're going to fight to the death. And that's right. Yeah, but Harvey ends up like he, he's such a good guy. He won't kill Josh. And pretty much like it so it gets resolved i don't remember how but also like that'd be a lot of spoilers and there's like seven seasons i had to read up on but what yeah. mostly what's important about this season is that harvey has reached like his spell quota meaning that spells won't work on him anymore so he right. learns that sabrina is a witch i i remember that moment yeah because he like he wants he wants to talk about it yeah he's like hey um by the way, remember that whole competition you put me through and your witch. Can can we talk about it over coffee? <laughs> yeah. So that is like the big thing with season four. Now, after okay. season four, the show was moved to the WB and it thus avoided cancellation. And then according to fandom.com, the WB wanted a more mature audience for Sabrina, which I guess you can kind of see in like the later seasons because she is, yeah. she is like out of... Um, she is out of high school and and also to what bums me out about the later seasons. Like I liked watching her work at the magazine and going to college and I loved Roxy and all of that stuff. But what kind of bums me out is that like Hilda and Zelda weren't in it as much. Yeah, you're right. They they definitely could have could have put them in it more. Yeah. It was it was a bummer, but I mean season five yeah. is mostly just about her dealing with college she gets like the new roommates it introduces roxy season six is hilda finds her true love but sabrina and zelda thinking that it's like too soon kind of break that up and then because it is in fact hilda's true love she turns to stone um sabrina i guess sees her mom because her mom's like turned into a ball of wax but sabrina cries and her tears bring her back however uh she can never, ever, ever in her life look at her mom again, but her mom's just going to keep creeping around staring at her. I don't remember it being so like witches and mortals can't be together. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was like such a huge thing with Harvey and Sabrina. Oh. It's like her having to keep the secret from him and it just being a. Yeah, a I mean, deal. I suppose hmm. the ball of wax. <laughs> just 
<laughs> you can't look at your mother if she'll turn into a ball yeah, of wax. I, it's just really tripping me I up. I don't know why. I, I'm not sure why, but it's there and it's all I can say. So okay. more people turning Fair into enough. weird shit. Uh, there are just like too many dudes who love her. So Sabrina just turns into stone and like crumbles. Oh, Hilda. Too ma- Wait, other than Josh, just Josh and Harvey. Though, yeah, right? there's like there's some other guy. I don't know. I didn't care about him, oh, okay. so I didn't write him down. Um, Hilda did That's get fine. turned back. Don't worry. And then season seven, the final s- season. I remember in the final episode, Zelda or Hilda walking in with a candle that's Zelda. And I could not remember why Zelda gets turned into wax. But Zelda gives up her adult form to turn Sabrina back from stone. Sabrina is dating this dude, Aaron. They get engaged. And then Harvey's like still in love with her. And so the final episode is her running away on her like from the altar during her own wedding and going with Harvey. Who the fuck is Aaron? He's just like was he some, really in it, or it was just, just like, like some this guy. Is the guy I got engaged. He, he, to. he, I can't remember. If he came in season seven or six or something. It's just some okay. guy. Hold on. Yeah, you look it okay. up. I'll have some more I'm cider. See if I recognize him. Uh, I'm gonna say something that I feel like might upset some people. Not that many people are listening. Mm-hmm. I don't get the Harvey thing. Like why he's the one. Yeah, like he was a nice guy and everything, but I just, I, I don't know. I didn't feel like the chemistry was really there. It was just like he's a guy from my high school. Other people like him. I like him. He's the one. Like I, and I didn't like Josh either. To be honest, I thought Josh was a skis, but I don't know. I felt like she could have had a better romantic interest. Am yeah, I wrong? No, I think, I think. See, I as a character, I I like Harvey. He's sweet. He's funny. He he's a little bit like Archie, and even yeah, in the I comics, he was like yeah. him as as a love interest. It's very much what you get from TV shows of that genre. I think, like the fact yeah. that she had more than one love interest is kind of surprising because I feel like, especially with like TGIF and WB and. Oh God, the CW, it's very much like this person <laughs> is your love interest. And you mm-hmm. might like date and sleep with other people, but it's like this is just your love interest. And that's something that I think just happens with the teen genre. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably have to watch it again. And I, again, I like Harvey. Like there's nothing wrong with Harvey. There was just a part of me that was always a little bit like it didn't feel like it quite fit. I just kind of wanted Sabrina and Roxy to be together. So like I just. Oh, I could have. Yeah, that could have worked. Because Sabrina was such like a goody two shoes, but in a very sweet way. And Roxy very much wasn't. And I'm like, I love that pairing. I think it's like such a cute pairing. But obviously that was not happening in the 90s and early, early 2000s. Like absolutely Uh, not. No. Absolutely not. It can barely happen Uh, now. I wanted, sorry, this has been very long. That was, I, I tried to do a quick recap of all the seasons because I was like, there's so many episodes yeah. to watch. There's no way I can watch all of them. But then no. <laughs> I did want to get into, because I, I find the history of how, especially when it starts as one media and the IP is turned into something, I personally just really like that. So I did a very teeny tiny dive on just some of the background of how, like, it, how it got made. So as I said earlier, the Sabrina character first appeared in Archie's Madhouse, issue 22, from October 1962. Wow. 
And then Paula Hart, who is obviously Melissa Joan Hart's mother, uh, was handed an Archie comic of Sabrina on a playground at uh, Melissa's younger sister's school. And Paula just thought it would make for like an awesome TV show. So she had pitched the idea of the TV series. And at first, Viacom agreed to just a TV movie. Do you remember the TV movie Mm -hmm. of this? A little bit. Yeah, I don't. I obviously don't. I mean, it's one movie versus seven seasons. I don't remember as well as the show, but I definitely know we watched it. So obviously they do the TV movie. And then eventually they agreed to the series in 1996. I did not realize I, for some reason, thought Sabrina came out in, like, later 90s. 1996. Yeah, that is... Yeah? Yeah. And it ran until 2003. In a Marie Claire article, Melissa Joan Hart said she, referring to her mom, always knew it would make an incredible series, but no one would listen until she cut a trailer from the movie and pitched it to all four major networks at the time. And then this, what's kind of cool, one, I just like how she took it upon herself to be like, I'm going to show you what this could be and like cut it and and pitched it. I think that's pretty badass. And it ended up leading to a bidding war. In that same article, Paula and Melissa went with ABC because they just really loved the TGIF lineup. And then Mm. this is, I really hope they both see this. No, because I owe them so much. Most importantly, with Sabrina going to TGIF, it pushed Everybody Loves Raymond to a different night of the week. And I fucking hate that show. I just thinking about it makes it it makes me like livid. I I think about like mom and dad having that on and I do not know if there's a show or a movie or a piece of media I hate more than everybody loves Raymond. I fucking hate it. Really? I, it's I can't. I no I really like I'm actually getting worked up of like how angry it makes me thinking of like it being watched and just existing. Really? Yeah. And they had it on a lot. I had no idea it was like killing you yeah. inside. No, it would make me furious when they had it on. I mean, it's not my favorite, but no, I, I, I don't at, feel that anger me. towards it. No, I see your face. I, I see the rage in your would eyes. watch Twilight to take back every time oh. I have had to watch any part of Everybody Loves Raymond growing <laughs> up. I would watch Twilight every night for like a month straight. And I also That's, hate Twilight. I know you do. That's why I'm I'm aghast. I'm shocked. Also, I think we lost mom as a listener. You know what? I don't want those kind of people listening. <laughs> Here. Okay. I mean, it's not her favorite. I don't want to say that like that's her favorite show. She and why does she it. have I'm the not... back tattoo? <laughs> Anywho. No further questions. Okay. Anywho. Any fucking who. What are we talking about? <laughs> Back to Sabrina, which I would watch and love. <laughs> I know. So what I found very interesting is that Melissa Joan Hart is not like Sabrina at all. Like, okay. you know, Sabrina in the show, her character is very... She is like a little bit of a goody two shoes and is like mm-hmm. just very much like a wallflower. She doesn't want to stand out too much. She really wants to just kind of try to play by the rules and get by and be normal. And Melissa Joan Hart herself has said, like, not nah, that is not me. I mean, in one like a direct quote from one of the many links I have, 
is she said uh, she called it playing against her type. She actually didn't have much in common with Sabrina and almost couldn't understand her wallfloweriness. But Mm -hmm. what she really loved about the show was that because it was like a magical show and Sabrina was always getting up to hijinks. It's like she constantly got to play different characters because she would play Sabrina, but then sometimes she'd be like playing Sabrina dressing up in like some silly disguise and playing a different character. And so she really loved like as an actor getting to play so many different roles, Mm -hmm. which makes sense to me. So do you think she was... Do you think she was more like her Clarissa character then? Because Clarissa was very much not like Sabrina. You know, it it's so hard to say because I have I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. Oh, and, oh yeah. Well, that changes um, things. <laughs> and I don't I need I would need to watch like I need to watch like a lot of Clarissa Explains It All before I could make that make Mm -hmm. that judgment but I mean you know like it it was interesting reading interviews like she was pretty good friends with Britney Spears and like they would go out and party and she did a kind of sissy cover shoot for I can't remember I think it was Maxim I don't think it was Playboy I think it was Maxim or something and that sounds like probably Maxim yeah and just things that and this isn't a criticism they're just like not very Sabrina like and to me yeah, I kind of like it because she pulls off Sabrina so well that it is sort it is cool. Like I like when you find out actors. I mean, it's always fun when you find out they're similar to their character because you know you already have a connection mm-hmm. to the character, so it's it's neat, I guess, if you want that parasocial relationship. <laughs> but I find it really <laughs> impressive when actors are not like their character but are able to pull it off so well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The next this part is for David, and it's about the robot cat. <laughs> Since David didn't know that Salem was not just constantly a real cat because he's a dumb baby. <laughs> oh, we're all dumb babies. I mean, like I said, I was ways. devastated when I found out that one Salem, like when I was a kid and I found out because mom and dad told me that it like they're like, that's a pretty much a fancy puppet. Um, and then wow. it broke my heart. It was probably junior high-ish when I started to realize that animals in films were not just played by one animal, which makes sense because that would yeah. be incredibly unethical. Like Air Bud, if you had one golden retriever on set for like 16 hours, that would be fucked. Of course. But I, yes, I remember having that realization too. Like, no, but it, it it's Air Bud. Like, yeah, it, it, what do you mean? It's a bunch of different dogs. I know. And it's like weirdly upsetting. You feel lied to and betrayed a little. Yeah. Or at least I did. And he can't talk. Wait, could Air Bud talk? Air Bud couldn't talk. He could just play basketball. I don't think he could right? talk. I think he just rocked at sports. Did you see? Have you yeah. seen this? It was like somebody's oh, tweet no. or something, but they're talking about like, imagine being like the dad and going like driving like three hours to your son's game just to see him get wrecked by a dog in a jersey. I can't remember <laughs> the exact quote. Is, but it was a great tweet. I wouldn't be mad. I would not be mad if I got to go see a dog play basketball, really? even if it did smoke my kid. Like, like. That's just life. That's That's how the b-ball bounces. (laughs) That's how the b-ball bounces down that field right into the end zone. Down that field, mm, swish, dribble, score, as we say. As we say. On the field. On the field for our b-ball games. So more more about the multiple, the lies behind. This is unmasking Salem. (laughs) I forgot to, I don't... Who the fuck is this quote even from? I just put the quote in and I forgot to say who <laughs> it's from or where. 
It's from Salem. I'm so sorry. But here's, anyways, <gasps> one of them said, we had about seven real cats at any one time on set and two animatronics, one that sits and one that lays down, and two stuffed animal type cats that we used for rehearsal or any sort of silly torture we had to instill in the poor guy. We would toss stuffy, as we called them, in the air and drag them along the floor. Anything we couldn't do with the expensive puppet or a real cat. Look for it in the show. Once you realize what it is, it's freaking hilarious. That was Melissa Joan Hart, now I remember. So that is all I have for like history and and the current show. I wanted to transition sort of to, I guess, like the end part of just how has the show survived? Has it held up? Et cetera, et cetera. As you know, there is a new Sabrina. Um, I don't know about you, uh, Chilling Adventures. I watched, you're doing a little thumbs down. I watched the first season. I like the first season and then it got way too CW. I know it's on Netflix, but it got just like very oh, CW. Yes, I know exactly what you mean though. Yeah. And for me, I was bummed because I actually liked, especially since they didn't have the original cast, I thought it was a good idea to go in a different direction. And I really liked the mm-hmm. idea of it being spooky and creepy. But then it just, as this, like the CW effect is just like too much drama too convoluted too many plot points yeah yeah I didn't even get that far I think I only made it through part of the first season and I just it was maybe a bit too creepy for me but it also just I didn't really like any of the characters I didn't even really like Sabrina that much Mm -hmm. and I don't know what I would have wanted because I wouldn't have wanted them to remake it like a sitcom because that wouldn't have held up now. Like it wouldn't work now. I wouldn't have wanted them to try to do it that way, but I also didn't like this. So I don't know. It kind of seems like one of those things that maybe just needs to like stay as a nice memory and you just rewatch the nineties version because that version is beautiful and perfect. Yeah. You know, it's just, this one is definitely not for me. Like I said, I, I liked Overall, I liked the first season, but I agree with you. I don't know how they could have done it in a way where I really would have liked it. I did read not all of, not the entirety of the comic run, but I did read the 2014 comic that I was based on, and it does divert from the comic a bit. And the comic was really creepy and just kind of like, it's weird. I like horror movies and stuff, but with books and comics, there's a certain kind of creepy that it almost just like bums me out creepy it doesn't like scare me Mm -hmm. it just makes me feel like kind of gross and like bummed out and then I'll bail on it and I bailed on that one it was yeah I think I don't mind creepy as long as it's like done well sometimes creepy if it's not done well can just it kind of gets into almost like the gross out territory or like the gore factor and I'm not I'm not into it. If it's yeah. like smart and makes me think about stuff, I'm like, okay, I can stand the the creepiness. But yeah, and I I guess like I appreciate the kind of gore I appreciate is like slasher film, just like kind of a silliness to it, a camp to it. I don't yeah. actually tend to like gore in things with a serious tone I think that's what it is like it just yeah because for the most part it doesn't it seems like you can be creepy without it and I'm also like I'm just so tired like I'm just so tired I don't vibe with this yeah I I don't need to see that I will say Um, oh no you go you go I will say I really enjoyed watching the actors Beth Caroline Nate and Melissa, 
Nate played Harvey. They watched uh, some clips or something of the new Sabrina. And it was kind of funny watching them react to it because they were just like, what the fuck is happening? And there's this part where (laughs) so Beth goes like Sabrina and her friends do something really fucking insane and beth just goes we would we would have never allowed sabrina to behave that way and then caroline goes i like her though she's political little sabrina she's quite empowered and it it was actually it was really funny watching like them react to it but yeah yeah i i i dipped out and i'm okay with that yeah no i don't really feel like i'm missing that much this we've we've talked about like throughout i just want to know if you have any other like if you can think of any other connections to the show and the series just to wrap this up my oldest did watch a few episodes actually and was really enjoying it and like loving it and then got obsessed with something else as only nine-year-olds can do um, so I was watching it with her, obviously. And like, I was surprised at the amount of times that like, I genuinely laughed. Yeah. yeah no, the, like the writing is really, really funny. And apparently uh, this is kind of cool. The actor who voices Salem ended up writing something like 12 episodes, Oh, which is really cool. He had some of the best lines. I sent you like a compilation of just Salem clips because he was yes. always like, oh my our gosh. favorite. And that he had the best lines. And I remember it was one of the shows that dad actually liked. And he like loves Salem, yes. but he actually like liked it and found it funny. And yeah, once again, no, dad, that's highest compliment. Dad never <laughs> likes things. He doesn't like things except for everybody loves Raven. <sighs> we can't, we can't, I can't go back there right now. I just calmed down. Uh, I think that's part of why I like Salem so much, though, is because he does – like, I think of dad when I think of Salem. Me too. Because he really, lo- he really loves the animals in most of, like, the shows or movies we would watch. Have you noticed that? He really, oh, like, gravitates yeah. towards the animal character. I think it's because they, they um, tend to be the comic relief, maybe. Yeah, maybe that is it. But, God, freaking – I watched that compilation. I was dying. And I just love his little uh, – uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I use the the – gif of him sharpening his nails all the time <laughs> there, he has there's so many good little salem gifts and then i don't know if you know this but in i think middle school because we were no longer at the z house we were at the other house and okay. i would go through periods where i mean i guess i think they were just like depression but i'd get really locked on to like some piece of media for comfort and i at one point got really locked on to sabrina again and so i used to record mm-hmm with my VHS player, I used to record episodes so I could always have them to watch if I was feeling sad. And I bet I still have those VHS tapes somewhere mm. in mom and dad's basement with like, I'm a bunch sure of they are there. Oh, that's so sweet. And little did you know, you dumb baby that you can just watch it whenever you want now. Well, now I can. And then I don't think you they watch the changing. animated series. Do you even know there was I think it came out in like 1999 and it was set when Sabrina was <sighs> 12. What was kind of fun is that Melissa Joan Hart voiced one of the aunts and then it was her younger sister who voiced Sabrina in it. Oh, cute. And uh, sorry, I'm just yeah, looking no it up. So Emily, her younger sister also played, do you remember Amanda, the Dawn of Sabrina? <gasps> yeah. Wait. Her evil ish cousin. No. You do. You remember? Yes. Yeah, and th- yes. 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 Yeah. 
Okay, so okay. That was that was her little sister. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Which makes sense now. She was the one that tortured Salem, right? She did a lot of fucked up shit. That kid was scary. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, her so her sister obviously it was Amanda in the show and then in the animated series she voiced 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 Sabrina and that was just about like it was weird because it was like it takes place before the series but it canonically it doesn't make sense because at this in the animated series Sabrina knows about witches and stuff so it's just mm-hmm. it does make oh yeah that yeah it wouldn't make sense work but it was fun it was like there's she couldn't do magic yet she wasn't 16 so there was a cookie jar with a genie in it because sure and she would get spells from the cookie jar and it was just lots of mischief so i remember i watched that and then i remember we both played the video game a lot i was hoping you were going to talk about that i remember the video game more than the i'm looking at pictures of the animated series and like it it looks familiar but i don't think i like actively watched it i I don't remember i remember watching it by myself mostly but i do remember us playing the pc game which is like very just like click and point type of yeah style as games were at that time Mm-hmm. Like our Andrew adventures mm-hmm. back in the mm-hmm. day. I know. I'm like, what? What did we do in the like? I in the game. I remember playing the game. So you have all these little items on the bottom of your screen, and you're in her room, and you have to try and match. So like, one of the items is a little bottle with a dropper. Another is a microphone, and you had to figure out from her spell book, sort of like a riddle on how to get the okay. ingredients to reverse the spell. So it was a lot of that. Okay. I mean, I feel like it, it's pretty obvious you and I both think this stands up. I would say it does. Yeah. I think the only thing that does not stand up from it is, do you remember the character Roland? The name sounds familiar. He was like an adult guy and he always was pretty much, try- he was like, quote unquote, in love with Sabrina and he would always try and like kidnap her and shit. Oh my God. Hold on. I need to see faces. <gasps> oh, Oh, yeah, that's a guy. I forgot about that. But now that I see his face, that's weird. Why was that part of the plot? But remember, he showed up in quite a few episodes. And even as a kid, they made me really uncomfortable. And I remember being like upset that everybody else wasn't more upset like in the show because I was like, but she's a kid and he's Mm -hmm. a grown up and it's like against her will. And now, I mean... Now, that would be portrayed much more, I feel like, in a horror vibe than in a comedy vibe. But even as a kid, like, the comedy vibe of that always, like, really upset me because it, like, he scared me. Uh, yeah, I had totally... Yeah. Maybe blocked that? Maybe I blocked that. So that that's, like, the only stuff... That's, like, the only bits I remember that I was like, uh-uh, don't like, don't like this. Yeah, I'll have to watch for that if we watch more Brainy so that I don't have to try and be like, yeah, that's not okay. Oh, no, I had a question for you earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, Salem's last name, Saberhagen, is there any like significance to that? Ooh, that's a really like, good question. I don't, I don't know, but I will look it up. Okay. I can't find anything about why his name is saberhagen however i did find spouses relatives or significant others children's relatives <laughs> his wiki i just find it so funny because he's a cat but it's like nationality american his cousin <laughs> cheryl <laughs> cheryl saberhagen cheryl there is uh let's see um he has a he has an uncle named morty saberhagen 
His, gra- no. his grandpa's Humphrey Saberhagen, Grandma Julia, Trumful, <laughs> and then probably Saberhagen. They really had his character fleshed out, didn't they? Good for them. They did. Well, shit. I thought there had to be something behind that because I'm like, it's a very unusual last name, but I'm... Oh, God. <laughs> I can hear tapping. That might be my knee against the chair. I don't know. I have myself really scared. <laughs> I'm sure it's, I think it's fine. What is that tapping sound? Well, that is actually my knee against the chair okay. in front of me. Are your dogs inside? Uh, hope- no. Oh. But like when I came down, my oldest wasn't like technically asleep. So I keep, I think what I'm doing is just like thinking that like I hear her coming downstairs or something. Probably. It's fine. Comforting. I mean, even if Daisy was inside, like she's not going to do anything. No. That's good and point. Duke's gone. Duke's hunting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like how- And yes, I have dogs named Daisy and Duke, but that was not intentional and I hate it ever so much. I also like how you're like Duke's hunting like he's gone off by himself. He's taking his <laughs> yeah. truck up into the into the high country. Oh. Well. We covered a lot. Uh, we scared ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's time to wrap it up. Anything else you have to say? Hope. No, I just hope I'll be back for next <laughs> week's episode. Just text me when you get upstairs. Okay. My phone's almost dead too. Oof. Uh yeah. Well, I hope I wasn't too much of a dud. I was uh, self-flagellating because I wasn't very patient with my kids earlier. So, I mean, I was a little off. I was getting over or I am getting over sickness. My throat kind of hurts again. So, you know, it, it is what it is. We did the damn thing. We did do the damn thing. We did and it. And I really liked hearing about Brini again. And I'm going to watch more episodes. Yeah. With my girls. You should. Uh, next week, Ooh. I am covering mm-hmm. what I now know is not your most hated uh, media. <sighs> Incredible. I'm covering the Twilight series. Okay. It's going to be something. Okay. Well, man, can't. I could wait. I could wait, but I'll, s- I'll see you next week. Loka. <laughs> I feel you remember too much. Like, you remember too much about it. I mean, you're basically an OG Twihard like me. Oh, I'm no. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, you went to the theater. Because you to see made it. me. Look, we're going to hash this it out doesn't next matter. week. We're going to hash this out next week. Okay. All right. Be ready. Hold on tight, Spider Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> you. Sid and Riley. We can't come to the phone right now. So leave a message after the beep. Ruining Our Childhood was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Psych. But it is produced by us, Riley and Cassidy. With music by Joseph Tuna Medish. You can follow us on Instagram at Ruining Our Childhood Pod or send us an email at Ruining Our Childhood Pod at gmail.com. Support the show through our coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Ruining Our Childhood Podcast. Later.